You're listening to Zen Supermom, the mental fitness podcast. And today's episode is all about turning being a victim into a victory. What a great way to start a new year, right? So stay tuned. Hi, I'm Alena Gomez Rodriguez, and I'm a mental fitness coach for busy moms. And this is the first podcast to help you increase your stress resistance so that you can become a Zen Supermom and simply do it all while staying calm and happy. Welcome to the Zen Supermom podcast. Hi, it's Alena here, your trauma-informed mental fitness coach. And this is the first episode of the year 2023, at least the first one I'm recording this year. And as always, it will be... (laughs) I, it will be inspired by my own life, by what I'm going through. So after just coming back from two weeks of holidays, during which my daughter was sick <laughs> one for one week, most of that time we spent alone because my husband was working almost every day. So there were years when this alone would be enough for a total overwhelm, together with the fact that I was not able to get any work done at that time. So like the business is stopping and how am I going to continue I have no time for this not only for myself I have to be full-time mom again and on top of it like a mom of a sick child that requires even more patience and energy and less sleep so in the past years I would have been a complete mess there would have been a lot of victim stories running in my head like poor me look at me Here we are, expatriate family, so far away from my own family back home in Czech Republic. We are living here in Paris. So we are all alone for Christmas. And (laughs) like there would have been so many victim stories going on. But this year was different. And what made the difference? And how did I manage not to go crazy (laughs) and still feel pretty optimistic and upbeat? How did I do that? Well, that's what this episode is going to be about. So again, it's not going to be me, 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 because I love being egotistic and um, self-centered and love putting myself on the stage. I'm actually the opposite. I'm an introvert. And most of the stories I share here in the Mental Fitness Podcast, if you noticed, are all about like telling the the dark secrets on myself, <laughs> on those shameful experiences that... I don't think I even ever told my friends or my husband. I didn't want them to know about. So I'm telling just to you, okay? Don't tell anybody. No, but there's a certain level of... I feel comfortable sharing them with you. Because if you're here in this podcast, I know it will resonate with you. And it will give you the help, the hope. And not only help, but also hope like what's possible in the future. And it will make you feel, which I want for you to make you feel that it's not your fault you're not alone definitely who's fighting with similar things and there is a way out okay so that's why I'm actually telling you things that I have not (laughs) said to anybody else so here we go so how come I was not falling into the victim story I I tried to analyze it a little bit so that I can break it down for you. It was a series of several factors. The biggest one where it all started was my mental fitness practice. I have been um, learning, studying, practicing and teaching and coaching mental fitness for, uh, for almost a year and a half now. And I did see the results immediately. <laughs> 
in the first few days and weeks. But it gets even more magnified over the months and especially in tough challenges like what I just went through, uh, as I mentioned at the beginning of this episode. And how that happened is because I'm aware, I'm more aware of what's going on in my head. What is my makeup? What are the roots of the voices that I hear in my head? What are the roots of the drivers? What are the reasons behind my reactions that are not always... (laughs) perfectly in line what I would love it to be I still do overreact sometimes I'm I still get stressed sometimes I still raise my voice uh, with my daughter at times when it's not necessary but when I look back over the last months it's um, maybe one percent of situations and times then that it would have been before I started practicing mental fitness So mental fitness is definitely number one. And this is the same thing that also my students and the clients in the membership uh, in the mental fitness gym, what they report as well. So this works and this is a great start because what it did for me, it's it made me have a look. It made me or to be more precise, I started listening. There's nothing to see, but there's a lot to hear in my head, probably in yours, too. There's a lot to listen to. And before mental fitness, I always took it for granted. Like, this is the reality. This is what I'm thinking, what those voices in my head are telling me. And especially if if I use the example now of my past Christmas and, and the victim stories. In the past, I would have bought into these victim stories. I would have created them. I would have kept repeating them to myself and to others. And I would kind of like wash my hands over it that's what it is so look at me poor me and I'm I'm completely out of control here so you have to feel sorry for me and let's compare our misery and I will prove you that mine is worse than yours (laughs) that would be basically the 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 long story short mental fitness helped me turn that around because it helped me see that this is one of my saboteurs in my in my head this is one of the voices um that got created over time that had a purpose that served uh, a purpose that was meant to protect me and that was meant to alert me most of all when my boundaries are crossed so that's how I recognize it now I still have have that voice inside my head I could still hear it in the last days it was much quieter though and I didn't buy into its lies because I knew I was not the victim here I knew I was not the victim here because most of what was happening was a direct result of my choice in the past. So starting from the biggest one, yes, we are an expat family, so I don't get to see my my father, my brothers uh, and all of my cousins so often. I'm not surrounded by family here every day, but that was by my choice. I chose to live abroad (laughs) for different reasons. I chose to stay abroad. So I'm not a victim here. My daughter could say (laughs) she's a victim. It was not her choice to stay here. We made her stay here where our family is. But I'm not the victim here. Then second, the fact that I was two weeks off work 
I'm not a victim of that. Like, poor me, I cannot work on my business. Like, hey, hello, what would some so many women give for the fact of not having to work when their kids are on holidays? And here in France, there are so many holidays. It's crazy. Every two months, they have two weeks off of school. I could choose to put my daughter in, they call it Centre Loisir or something like this. It's this daycare during during school holidays. I could choose to do that. I could put her there. But it was my choice because I wanted to be a present mom. I started my business not only because I love coaching and I hated the corporate world, but also to have this flexibility of time to choose when I want to work and when I don't. So I'm not the victim. I'm the I'm the one who won the, the the race of how to be how to have the time that I want with my family and do something I'm passionate about, such as running my coaching business and having time to do podcasts like this. And then third, yes, my daughter was sick and I had nothing to do with that because it was chickenpox. <laughs> so it's not that she would be cold. She would catch a cold because I was negligent enough not to wrap her up when it was freezing outside. No, she got chickenpox. I There's nothing I could have done to prevent that. However, what I can do about it where I do not have to be the victim of the circumstance that I cannot control is that I can choose my response to it. This is where I have full control over my experience. Did you get it? Listen up again. Listen up again. You do not have to have a full control over all the external circumstances, over everything that happens. Where you do have a full power, 100% control, is choosing your response. That's how you change the outcome. That's how you change what happens next. So this is what I decided to do as well. My daughter having chicken pox, that's external circumstance I have no control over. Me feeling like a victim is one of the options. <laughs> the other option was... There could be 1,000 other options to choose from. What I chose was to ask myself a question. Well, how can I turn it into as pleasant and positively memorable experience for both of us as much as possible? Even though she was going through pain, it was not comfortable. But what can I do here? How can I shift from me being a martyr and a victim of this experience as much as my daughter who was in pain and how can I turn it into something that would give would create at least some happiness and nice memories for us for this holidays so that's what I did and that's what changed it completely not just for myself but for my daughter and consequently for my husband as well, because he was not coming home late every evening to a <laughs> complete madhouse <laughs> and a crazy uh, burned out wife, but to a happy, nice atmosphere. And um, yeah, even though this is special Christmas for all three of us, we are making the best out of it. So this is where I tie it back to you. If you are tired of being the victim of your life, of being the martyr, the one who needs to carry 
most of the load of all the responsibilities and to-dos and all the things and everybody taking care of everybody not having any time for yourself and being just tired of that well this is one thing that you can do right now without anything or anybody else changing you can choose to start listening and catching those victim stories and dissect them find the lies in them and once you take a breather and you don't need it doesn't have to be one hour in a spa because that might not be possible for you right now but just taking few deep breaths and looking at it from a bigger picture point of view not this very moment when you are rightfully feeling tired and exhausted maybe a little bit angry or stressed out just as if you could take a helicopter ride up so that you can see more than just this exact situation but you have an overview of your last weeks maybe months maybe even years and start asking yourself these questions how is it that the situation where i'm in was actually my choice how is this a proof of my victory even though it doesn't seem to be this way right now because i'm i feel i'm paying the price for it but what is the big picture where it makes sense like me being an expatriate i love being expatriate i wouldn't want to go and live back in czech republic this is just the price i'm paying and it's worth it so where is it that you might be paying paying a price for your decisions but overall the benefits overweigh the cost so let's focus on those benefits let's focus on the reasons why you did this in the first place and why it's great and if it's not maybe it's time to reevaluate your decisions rather than complaining about it which basically means like hey i'm i'm throwing my hands in the air i'm not holding the steering wheel and the car is doing what it wants and it's going all crazy on this road well, put your hands back on that steering wheel. <laughs> you don't like the direction in which the car is going? Well, steer, take a turn, go back, do whatever you need to get done. But be conscious about it. Drive, start driving again. Take 100% responsibility to where you're headed. And I know it's not always you who can decide everything on your own. It might be that you might need to take some of those uncomfortable conversations with your boss, with your spouse, with your friends. Because they impact a lot of where you're going and how you're feeling along the way. Maybe it will take having some of these conversations and to readjust, to reset the focus. That's one option. Another option, which was also right, uh, it was valid for me, and which I love, love, love doing is when I took that helicopter up to see what's actually going on and what's triggering those victim stories was to see that my plate is more than full. I, I always had so many things going on for my work, for my personal like studies and self-development, uh, for my not only mental fitness, but physical fitness as well. Then I became a mom and wow, <laughs> talking about that load multiplying several times. 
there is so much we as moms and especially working moms or homemaking moms with multiple kids there's so much we have on our shoulders well once you take that helicopter start looking at which of these things did you put on that plate yourself and maybe you can drop them temporarily or once and for all what is it that you can declutter from your schedule from your to-do and this is such a wonderful practice it's I would love to say that it's a good time for it, always at the beginning of the year, the calendar year, the school year. But for me, it I I don't even consciously plan it anymore. It comes up naturally. Whenever I feel overwhelmed, I start decluttering. And it's even subconsciously, I start by decluttering our physical environments, so usually things at home some spaces that are making me mad whenever I just pass by or I look at that corner or drawer or my desk and I feel like (laughs) grinch just by looking at it and I feel overwhelmed. There's so much going on. I start decluttering. So throwing things out or making them more organized and just letting go, letting letting go of what no longer serves. And that's usually when I catch myself that it's not just that physical space outside of me, around me, physically, but that I need some mental decluttering as well. So that's when I start <laughs> decluttering my my business most of the time when I'm trying to do too many things because I have all these great intentions and I want to serve and help everybody. But by doing that, I'm killing myself and I'm not as effective in my help as I could be. So this is where the mental decluttering comes as the next step. So I've taken you to a couple of places today. But the key takeaway I think that um, that I want you to leave with is, first of all, you are not a victim. You're the creator of your life. Even it might not feel that way, but you are. So especially if you don't feel <laughs> as your creator, you feel as a victim. Take a couple of deep breaths. Take the helicopter up. See the bigger picture where you're not the victim, but it's actually your victory. Take 100% responsibility for where you're at right now. And if you don't like what you see, then change it. Take the action. No more excuses. No more complaining. No more comparing with yourself or others or your wishes and dreams that didn't come true. None of that is helpful. This is the invitation for the beginning of the new year. Those places where you feel like you're a victim, you're suffering, life is not being fair to you. See where you can shift. Even situations that you had nothing to do with that just happened. How can you choose a different response to it? A response that would bring more value to your life or to life to others? A response that would make you feel like you're back in control, even if only at some way, partially. You cannot change what happened, but you can change what you're going to do about it now. 
And if there's any amount of overwhelm and anxiety playing role, then start decluttering. Release and let go of what no longer serves. So I hope this has been helpful. At least it helped me a lot. Today is my first work day back after holidays. And I'm thoroughly enjoying it. And I wish for you to feel the same. I wish that the situations in which you are feeling overwhelmed right now and you're feeling like you're a victim of everybody else's desires and and uh, needs, <laughs> I wish that thanks to the help of this episode, you will be able to start seeing the opportunities on how you can put your hands back on the steering wheel and how you can start driving your life back to where you want it. Keep the eyes on your destination. That's where you want to look at. There will be gutters. There will be obstacles along the way. There will be trees along the way. You don't want to look at them. You don't want to look at the holes <laughs> where you might fall if you're not careful. You don't want to get lost. You want to keep your eyes on the road, on your destination, because that's where you're headed. And it is, you have much more control over where you're going than how it might seem like during those times when there's the victim voice in your head telling you the opposite okay so let me know how this went for you either send me an email or go to the dedicated facebook group we have for mental fitness you have links for everything in the description of this episode and uh, subscribe to be notified the next time there's a new one so i wish you happy new year Happy new beginnings and happy driving. <laughs> Take care, Supermom. Mom.